presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, a sports gambling podcast by betters for betters, connecting you with the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all the sports gambling industry. So as always, pull up a chair, open up your mind, and get ready to receive knowledge you won't find anywhere else. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. This is Wise Words. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us for season three, episode number five of the Wise Words podcast. Hey, you know the drill. I am your humbled, honored, and hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and get some of the best insights and analysis and knowledge on the market from some of the brightest, sharpest, and most electric personalities in all of the sports gambling industry and beyond. Now, my friends, I'm honestly not even going to waste any breath that I want back on my deathbed here today because I am so excited to get into the conversation with this man that is gracing us with his presence here today. Now, he is one hell of a busy man as well, so I'm getting after it. Now, I had did have an opportunity to... Uh, Bump elbows with him when I was out in Las Vegas, uh, the beautiful, sunny Sin City uh, when we were out there for March Madness, but uh, finally got another extra time to connect with him here, so I am absolutely juiced. But you know the drill. I got to tell you a little bit about the man first. He is an absolute legend in the space, so much of a legend that he's been cashing tickets for the better part of a decade. Now, he was just doing it on the side. Little hobby, nothing major, until an absolutely electric run in college football one year forced him to take things just a little bit more serious. Now, he's shaking his head down there, so I believe I'm on the right track. Now, he's been handicapping and cashing tickets professionally now for about five years, and in my opinion, he's one of the go-to resources of information and for picks in this industry. But if you don't want to take my word for it, just believe a couple of cold hard facts. Last year or this year actually, he put up an outstanding 56.4% bankroll increase on college basketball plays. He was the number one handicapper last year, 2020 and 2021, in NBA plays with an 81.35% bankroll increase. He's currently on a 55.55% bankroll increase since February 1st on NBA plays, and he's hitting over at a 60% clip on his last 144 NBA plays. I don't know what else I need to say, but clearly we have plenty to dive into here today. But without further ado, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, as always, it is my honor and pleasure to welcome in NBA, CBB, CFB, NFL, and MLB sports betting expert at Sports Memo, co-host of The Predictive Playbook with friend of the show, Mr. John Ryan, big brain flexor, and certified ticket Casher, my friend, Mr. Ronald Cabang. Man, that intro, okay. that intro is wild. You did your research. I didn't know you would you would know about that NFL thing, uh, that, that college football thing. 
that was that was a huge run that I had in Reddit, um, and that that really kind of propelled me into what I am today. So that that that's a dope that's a dope thing. Hell yeah, right man! There. I I definitely wanted to give you the floor and an opportunity to talk about that. I did a little research on the back. I was like damn he got his start in reddit like i've heard some of those stories yeah. and going on a hot run so that's awesome yeah, man. man ronald thank you so much for stopping by hanging out with me today providing your insights my friend how how's everything on your end of the world buddy man it's it's been a, a crazy ride especially this year um i got some big news coming out this week uh hope, hoping to share that out <laughs> on twitter and in uh, a whole new channel youtube channel so man it's, it's gonna be it's gonna the future is the future is bright here uh, with you capper right now i'm well, super excited clearly i'm ready to take some notes i got some extra paper <laughs> over here uh, maybe a little birdie told me what that big announcement is maybe by wednesday when this episode drops we are recording on yes, monday sir. everybody knows what's up so i'm hyped i am all behind you brother i am so juiced for you i can't wait um to see you uh, go down this path but <clears throat> right here right now I want to know a little bit about your backstory. Now, I know um, kind of uh, we talked about your start in sports gambling, kind of Reddit. I want you to give a little bit more onto that. And then maybe uh, kind of your background in uh, some kind of what got you into sports, what kind of got you into sports mm -hmm. gambling. I know a little bit, but I uh, would love to hear that as yeah. well. I mean, what uh, what, what has uh, presented the legendary U-capper in our presence today? Yeah, man, I think so, you know, as far as background, you know, I didn't really grow up with much, you know, my parents didn't speak English, I'm Filipino, and, uh, um, and I hated school, you know, that was one of the biggest things is I hated school. So I didn't even go to college, uh, I didn't graduate, I don't have a degree or anything like that. What I did was, you know, a typical Filipino thing to do was get into healthcare. So the quickest way was to be a pharmacy technician. Um, and that's what I did. I went to school for a year, uh, got got into healthcare through pharmacy technician, but um, you know, I got married and I found out I was going to be a dad. And I was like, man, this is not going to pay the bills. This is not going to, this is not going to be where it's at right now. And, um, you know, a buddy of mine was like, yo, you should try sports betting. I know you're into sports. You've been playing basketball your whole life. Um, and uh, that, that was really where it kickstarted. Um, but I mean, you know, like most people, we struggle. I struggled in the beginning. I didn't know what I was doing. You think, you know, sports, you think, you know, basketball, you think, you know, all these players, and then you get into this betting space and you're totally lost. Dude. I mean, luckily I was betting like 10, 15, $25 a game at the time. And that was really, you know, not much, but you know, as a competitor, you just hate losing, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. th that's, that's the biggest thing. So I did probably what most people did uh, go to Google and YouTube, how to fucking win at sports betting. You know what I mean? That, that's what it was. And I came across SDQL and that thing blew my mind. I, I didn't have any technical background at the time. I don't even think I opened an Excel document at the time. Uh, at that point, you know, I didn't know anything about data, but I was just so determined to win, so determined to win, not just for myself, not just for sports betting, but for my family. You know, that that's that thing where you have to have to strive or have a goal uh, to 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 bring that passion into life and and to to succeed. And that that that's what it was. It's my family. So I mean that. I mean that that's pretty much how I got into sports betting and just being a, a, a short-term loser, you know, bringing that competitive nature into it and, and now becoming a winner. And really it's about learning uh, every day and getting better every day. I love that, man. Uh, I can already tell you, we're going to have one hell of an episode here today. We are definitely uh, <laughs> of the same mindset on the uh, same wavelength for sure, my friend. So 
one hell of a time you kind of mentioned it here um you uh one hell of a time to ask, ask this question uh rather um you kind of mentioned it as far as your start uh in the space and being a short-term loser and uh, and, and then now really growing into you capper and being somebody who can really be looked at in the space because obviously that's how I found you, man. And now I'm, I'm honored yeah. to be able to call you a friend and somebody I look up to in the space. Um, so let me ask you this. First things first, what is your number one piece of advice for that first time better that we know everything's becoming legalized now, right? Like they just yeah. downloaded XYZ sports book, ready to hammer in plays left, right, and center. What's your number yeah. one piece of advice for that person, but also that daily degenerate like me and you can handle hearing from time to time? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing is is just think long term, not short term. Um, we kind of get blinded by like the immediate satisfaction, you know, from winning a game or a parlay. You know, I don't do parlays often, but I mean, that's what people are really big now on Twitter that I see. But you know, that immediate satisfaction really is not the goal. It, it's to it's to to be a winner long term. You want to last in this space because if you if you don't manage your your bankroll, if you don't do things properly you're going to be out of sports betting and you're going to end up chasing and doing all these things. And this is, this is like a, uh, James, I don't know if you know James clear, but this is a quote from, from James clear. You should be far more concerned with your, your current trajectory than your current results. And, and to me, that's the biggest thing in sports betting space right now is especially, you know, being on this side of it is someone that people follow and get information from, you know, gambling Twitter is all about, what have you done for me lately? You know, mm. you could be 60% your last 100 plays, but if you're at 30% your last 10, all of a sudden you're washed. I mean, somehow that that's what get, gets called out, called out, you know, not the fact that you're a, a long-term winner. I mean, to me, the, the goal is just to, to get better and learn every day. I mentioned that earlier, just get better and learn every day, little by little. You're going to learn from the losses and, and just adjust accordingly learn from the people who are successful. Just don't be afraid to ask questions because that's what I did to get better as well. Um, mainly, it's it's just a long-term approach, man. That That's going to get you further in sports betting and probably just in, in, in life in general, really. Uh, forget your current streaks, forget your your results, your current results. Look at your trajectory from a 500-foot level. You know what I mean? That That's just going to, that's going to appreciate your growth even more, more so uh, than anything. Absolutely, my man. I love that. I didn't even have to ask you the second part of that question. You already gave me the life response to it too, man. I appreciate <laughs> you so much. Like, I love that response. Uh, a quote that comes to my mind, uh, just the tail end of a quote was something you said there is, we all know a person aiming at nothing is sure to hit it. So being more concerned with where, not where you're at, but where you want to be and actually yeah. what you're aiming. And maybe if you are on a bad streak, because, hey, you said 30%. Yo, if I'm 30% in the batter's box, I know you're an MLB guy. I'd be pretty fucking ecstatic, you know? Like 300 <laughs> in the box is pretty dope. So, yo, like yeah. every one day, right? Like even a blind dog is right twice a day type of thing, right? Like th I'll be bad one day, but I promise you I'll be back the next day. So I love that, man. Yeah. It is all about long-term and manage your money. And if you guys out there... You don't like listening to my face and tell you what exactly what he just said. Listen to him. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing here. I'm just I'm on the way up through the professional ranks. Wise words. That's the reason it's below him. Nothing but wise words over there. So, Mr. Ucapper, I appreciate you for uh, that answer there. Um, kind of on that same wavelength, um, and maybe it can kind of be the same, but I think there's maybe even a different angle you can attack, and I don't know what that is, but I like asking this question too. What and you even said like. Yeah, when I when I was early in the game, I did a lot of losing. I had no idea what was going yeah. on. 
So what is one mistake, if you can pull one out, what is one mistake that you used to make early on in your gambling career that you've been able to now absolutely correct? Uh, or, and I guess, or maybe uh, another mistake that somebody else I I or you're seeing them commonly make, just what that, what is that main thing that, that you saw? And then really, how have you been able to correct it? Yeah, I mean, really, it's about um, kind of forgetting everything you know about sports itself, you know, what mm -hmm. I mean, because sports when you play in sports it's a different angle than actually betting on sports so what you know as far as how to play the game um it doesn't relate to sports betting at all and and that's what i thought i mean i played i played basketball growing up you know i played aau i played high school uh, and and understanding how the game is played really doesn't take effect the line you know you're not expecting to 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 win by a certain margin you're just going out there to play the game so, so learning about, I mean, understanding how to play the game and betting on sports is totally different. You're going to have to learn the psychology of it as well. Mm. That was, that was one of the biggest things that I learned from a few people that, um, you know, that I asked questions to is the psychology of sports. You know, you don't, you never really think about, you know, how coaches look at these games, how the, how the, how the players look at these games from game to game, who are you playing before, who are you playing after, um, how you want to, uh, uh, take on the current game, you know, just like when we talk about when we take a deep dive into to these basketball games, sometimes we were like, all right, well, this team, they just want to come in and win. They don't care about winning by 12. They just want to win because they got they got, you know, a, a key game coming up ahead. Those are the type of things that I didn't think about in the beginning. Right. Um, and and you just have to kind of learn from that. Um, though that for me, that that's probably one of the biggest things that that helped me kind of grow in sports betting is the whole psychology part of it um, and, and understanding and, and looking at the game from a different angle that I, I knew previously. I 150% with uh, a test with everything that you're saying. It's honestly why I got involved in the space because like, I made a couple of bets before it was even legal in Illinois and like on a couple of the offshore books. And it was just, I, I was a losing better. And I was like, okay, there's a reason why I just lost. Like I had this all cooked up in my mind why this was. And I started really checking out the psychology of the bets and why the books were doing mm. what they were doing. And, and that's why I got yeah. into it. And then much like you, and I guess a hell of a segue here, I was all about the numbers, all about the analytics. Asking kind of how it's helped you segue into a uh, professional career in sports gambling. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like I mentioned, I didn't have a technical background. So learning SDQL actually got me into the career that I you know, that I currently am in, which is data and analytics and, and, and data visualization and, and things like that. And, um, and that that there is is such a, a huge thing because now I can take what I learned from SDQL, apply it to my job and looking and I'm in healthcare in in that space, right? So now I'm looking at all these these data points where there's like multiple hundred data points in healthcare. You know, we're looking at so many things. I can go back and apply that now to, to sports betting. It goes hand in hand, and, right. and I can't I can't imagine where I'd be without actually um, working in, in data and analytics and healthcare because I look at so much information. Now I can apply that and create different type of metrics and all these things over on this side. Um, that that was probably uh, another huge piece of me growing as well. Uh, is is really you know applying healthcare data and analytics to sports. I mean it's it's really crazy to think about two separate things. But when you look at data, it, it's really certain 
you're, you're, you're able to pinpoint trends. You're able mm. to pinpoint metrics that you want to create on your own that other people don't think about that could affect the game. Um, I mean, that, that, that's one of the biggest things that I, I, I came out of it. I love that, man. I, I truly am just, I am a nut for numbers. I, that's the best way that I can put it, man. I mean, any model that I can find, any analytics I can find, you talked about those trends, man. I, I'm known as the trend guy from time to time. I, I, uh, I co-host uh, guest appear on uh, the Midday Market Report, Jeff Dawson's show, East Coast Sports Investors. And uh, we talk about that all the time. So I, I'm all about trends. I'm all about diving into the recency uh, and recency bias and, and positive regression. I love talking about positive regression. Everybody's just head spin like, well, how can you positively regress? I'm like, well, there's a mean there that they were below and they're going back to that. So yeah, I, yeah. I just, I love it. I love analytics. And the the crazy part is, is I used to hate that stuff in college. Like I didn't want to, yeah. the mean median mode, just get me out of this stuff. And now I absolutely love it in sports gambling. So dude, I, I, I love, uh, love where your head's at. And I love, uh, love how you brought that into this space. So that's awesome. Um, kind of, uh, along that same track, cause I'm sure it, it might be a, a part of your answer here in this next question, but I don't want you to give away your whole cap and process and all your yeah. models and where you go and look and hey, hey we got to keep a little secrets around here. I understand. I understand. <laughs> now, with all that being said, I, I know NBA is your specialty, man. I know you absolutely kill it. I said it in your intro. Uh, I've been following you for a long time in that regard, uh, especially with John Ryan too, uh, predictive playbook, uh, good yeah. friend of the show as well. When you're looking at NBA, what are some of those key things you look or maybe even those psychology points that like, oh, the books are setting me up here today. What, what are some of those key things yeah. you look at? Yeah, a lot of it has to do with with rest. Um, a lot of a lot of it looks at a schedule, mm. um, who you're playing currently, who you're going to be playing against, who you previously played, the results, previous uh, previous results um, with you know similar teams, um, and uh, you know like a lot of people talk about revenge games uh, um, recently. That's a big thing that that's popped up a lot. Um, that that's also key because you want to see how teams adjust uh, with, with previously losing or previously winning against a specific team. Um, that, that's pretty much, uh, you know, the bigger pieces of it. And then you want to look at current, current, uh, current streaks, current form, um, because, you know, obviously you, if you compare current form versus uh, full season form, you're going to see a little bit of a, a, a variance there, right? So do you want, like you said, like a, a positive regression? Are, are they going to be able to come back up to where they were previously? Were there injuries? What what affected them to go back? You know, like if you talk about like the Bulls, right? Dead last in defensive rating in the last, what, five, ten games. Thanks for reminding uh, but me. They, but they were, they were a strong defensive team earlier in the season when they had Lonzo Ball and, and a healthy Caruso. You know what I mean? So there's things that you, you want to look into and think about. So there's there's more than just numbers here. You know what I mean? Like there's a psychological aspect of it. There's really things that you can't, um, you can't uh, like think you can, you don't really think about right? who did they play? Why? There was another team that I, that I bet on uh, not too long ago. They played like the, the Blazers twice and and the Rockets once in a five game span. Mm. So their, so their offensive rating numbers shot up. You know what I mean? So you got to think about that. And then they play again, a key, a key contender. And all of a sudden, you know, People are thinking they're going to cover by like five points. That's not going to happen. They got blown out. I forgot what game it was, but I mm. I remember uh, that was the, the analysis that I took into that That's game. Awesome. Yeah, but I mean, there, so there's there's really a lot to think about. Mm. And as far as like, um, I know people uh, talk about systems and trends. 
for me, it, it really is systems first and then trends after. Um, that's how I run it. Uh, as far as my capping process, people might do it another way. Um, but I mean, just to remind everyone, there's there's really a lot, there, there's many ways to win, really, uh, but not a lot of ways to lose. As If you can avoid those those ways to lose, you know, just making bad decisions and, and just kind of blindly doing things, then you're going to be successful. Uh, to me, that that is another big thing. It's it just it, people people have strong feelings of how they cap games, hmm. but there's really no way one way to do it. If you're winning and you have that process locked down, you know, don't change for other people just because they say it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah, 150 percent, man. And I, I like how you said definitely those models and those those systems before the trends. It's definitely. Yeah definitely something to look into as as well when you do that because any a lot of our guests i don't want to say almost all of our guests but a lot of our guests ha have said that in the past that really what took their their sports gambling to the next level was creating those models creating that predictive analysis that i have this line at seven and it's given me four i gotta take this right now 150 yeah. percent the favorite all day so i love where you went with that i love everything you said i mean just just really solidifies like what the long-term betters in this space do what it just really does. And, and I mean, I love your response, man. So definitely uh, you see it over there at you <laughs> underscore capper. I don't know. Maybe give him a follow. Maybe he has some updates coming. Maybe you probably want to follow along with it. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Who am I? I'm not sure <laughs> yet. Who knows? All that being said, my man, absolutely appreciate that answer. Uh, I got a couple other things for you. Nothing too major, and we'll get you on up, get you on out of here, get you a little extra time to uh, reset before you uh, go on to the next phase of the day, what the third quarter of the day I think it is for you at this point in time. Uh, yeah, try, yeah. Trying to dribble out the clock for sure. Uh, <laughs> but all that being said, my man, uh, switching gears just a little bit. I know you uh, cap MLB from time to time. Uh, I do too. I, I get heavily involved in the first five markets um, and some of the K-prop markets. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything specific that you look at or, or what type of trends or, or what type of markets do you kind of really try to target in, in the MLB as far as value wise? Yeah, you know, I think initially uh, years ago when I first started betting baseball, um, I, I was really just full, a full game better, you know, mm. uh, full game money line, full game spread, full game totals. Um, but, you know, over time, I, I really got into what you mentioned, you know, the first five um, and this year too, this year I'm really uh, uh, diving into props. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, historically, even in NBA, I haven't been a prop better. Um, but you know, like I said, mentioned earlier, learning, asking questions every day, and getting better every day, I come to 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 the understanding that man, prop market is where it's at right now. It, it really is, and um, you know, I'm just gonna continue learning that space, uh, especially this year. Um, one of my guys, Kevin, that I have known for a long time, he got me looking into total bases and in uh, in baseball. Um, so that that's one thing that I'm going to be diving into. I don't typically uh, I don't typically bet uh, MLB in the first couple of weeks, as obviously I'm a data guy now, um, and uh, you know I need to have some of that uh, uh, under me before before I can put most of my um, my plays in. Uh, but I do have systems in place that I'm running currently. Uh, you know, just to to make sure, you know, over year over year, when there's there's adjustments to the game, there's rule changes, there's anything mm -hmm. like that, you want to run. If you have systems that that go over time, like I have systems that that have run for like five plus years, um, I just want to make sure that they're they're currently moving in the same trajectory uh, that that they were in the previous years. You know, if they start off the season, um, you know, 
uh, one in 10, you know what I mean? Obviously, but the previous year it was hitting at a 60% clip or whatever it might be, right. you know, obviously you, you just want to make sure it's still there. It's still uh, going in the same direction. So, um, so that's why the reason why I don't really bet baseball uh, MLB until two, two, two or three weeks into the season. Uh, but definitely I'm going to be into that, the prop market uh, heavily uh, this season as well. Um, but mainly, mainly first five and, and a full game is, pretty much what I've been doing previously. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I'm spot mm -hmm. on there with you. I, I did not used to bet the props in MLB at all. And then I realized like, I'm sure you did after you see you, cause I have one system that I kind of use across the board for, for just about anything. I'm really trying to develop that. That is the next layer of, of my sports gambling career that I'm really trying to enact. But um, I, I'm really a numbers guy and really that psychology. And all right, why is the book setting this like this? And okay, did this line drop mm -hmm. down because this is Fugazi sharp money or not? <laughs> but like, I, I always try, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'm really trying to refine those systems and uh I, i've really been noticing that sometimes in the prop market man you can you can look and it's just like wait a minute that's not even close to the value that should be on like, exactly. like kyle kyle hendrick's opening day i had him at 5k's easy 5.33 and i said he's at three and a half and i'm getting plus money to take the over like i think he at least gets the four he got seven i said wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait well i'm gonna keep playing this dog on things so you're, you're so right, man. It just takes finding those little things, running those systems, and, and that's really what will help you in the long run. And then bringing it full circle to what we talked about earlier, it's playing that psychology of the books. And why yeah. is this line like this? Is this 30% ticket split to 80% handle split? Is that all the sharps coming out of the woodwork and backing their yeah. Brinks trucks up to the, the book, Westgate Superbook, and, and taking them all down? Or is that just some dummy that dropped a bag and, and it's just fake money? So it's just yeah. all things you can look at for sure that I'm sure you can definitely attest with too. Yeah, I mean, just to add on to that, like you mentioned, really it's all about you. I know people have their systems in place and all that stuff, but most of the time you don't really want to uh, to blind tail them, especially if they're like um, uh, they're, they're heavy as far as like plays per day, because you want to make sure, you know, you you see these system plays that pop up and then you're just like, all right, does this make sense? Why is it going in this direction? Why? Why is this play the right play to do it? Uh, play, play to bet. Um, I mean, really, why is the biggest question when these systems pop up? Um, so that that's a really great thing to add right there, Colton. Yeah, Ron, Ronald. And, and I said that too, man. I actually said that on my, my show today, time of recording on Monday, uh, as just as far as, as really uh, attacking it from that angle. And, and, and I just, I mean, I, I love how you close out there for sure. That's, that's definitely something that's, that's uh, a key, a key piece there. So yeah, man, um, definitely betting MLB can be fickle as I'm sure, you know, betting in NBA can be fickle as well. It's really just back and forth. And like, even as many as these, many of the, uh, systems you run as many of the, Oh yeah. Hey, here's, here's my, uh, here's my number. Here's exactly, uh, what I have. Like, it can be totally, totally wrong from that. So going back to what I said on my show, as far as, hey, I raised my hand and said, sometimes I'm not going to be the best capper out there. Sometimes maybe you should take stock of, yo, Colt's system sucks on Tuesday. I said that during the college basketball <laughs> season. It's a crazy shit. Super Tuesday, my numbers would be bananas. The dogs would, I'd, I'd be, I had green, yellow, pink, blue, every color lighting up on my screen. And I'm like, nah, nah, you know, come on, come on. It happens every week, Colt. They do the opposite. The system don't work on Tuesday. And I would just keep doing it. And I literally would come to the show and I say, hey, everybody. 
here I am telling you I'm playing this system again, and I went down two and a half units last week on this. We played it all the way back, and we're up positive, but it happened yeah. again on Tuesday. So just how you said that, man, there's just so few people who will be transparent about that, and it's just it's so true, man. Like we will have a bad week from time to time or a bad day from time mm -hmm. to time. So I'm so glad that's that's how you close that, man. So I, I went blank there for a minute. I'm glad I was able to bring that all the way full circle. So <laughs> hosting abilities 101 there, my friend. So uh, all that means they see I'm a fully transparent guy. You guys didn't even know that, and then I told you. So I, that's why I, that's why I meant for this industry, always transparent. All that being said, um, I'm always looking up to people. I'm always trying to find other other angles, other areas that that I can I can learn and grow and and, and become better from, right? So that, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started Wise Words to to really connect with people I've looked up to in the industry and, and honestly get their knowledge and, and selfishly be become a better, better and a better human at the end of the day for me while also helping other people do that too. So mm -hmm. who's kind of been that person for you, Ronald? Who has uh, been a few of those people in the industry that helped you really grow? Yeah, man, there's a, there, man, I can't even, there's a, a laundry list of dudes and like, obviously ski, um, ski profit. Shut he's up. One, he's one big guy that, that, um, I, I think I followed him when he, he didn't have a lot of followers at that time, but he just grew so quickly. I think there's a, there's a lot of guys, Jay, Jay money shark. Mm. And these two guys here that I just met this year, um, you know, they, they've actually helped me grow a lot within the year as well. Um, and, and, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Um, they made an immediate impact in, in how I cap games. Um, Ralph Michaels, he's a SDQL guy. Um, he's the one that helped me get into a sports memo. Um, really, it, 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 there, there, man, I can't even call everybody out, really. But, there, yeah, those are, those are some of the key guys that I could, like, off the top, just think about that have helped me. Um, but in the beginning, really, it was just me, myself, and I just the, – the, the, the motivation to, to get better every day. Um, asking questions to just random people, you know, that I see, uh, you know, like, why, why did you bet it this way? And, and things like that, just kind of just uh, understanding the thought process. And, and like you said, you know, kind of trying to understand different angles that people think about that you don't um, know on your own. And, and one cool thing now that I've seen is, is spaces on Twitter. Um, one guy named uh, Chris B. Cappen, and finesse, uh, they they uh, they host uh, NBA spaces every day, and these guys that I never heard of, you know, obviously cappers like like myself, you probably, you know, we're we're so focused on our game and how we cap the game that um, we don't know a lot of these other people um, that that who are who are so smart and mm. should be noticed. You know what I mean? Mm. But but spaces just hopping into these spaces, I'm seeing there's so many more knowledgeable people out there than there was before, and um, you know, I think. I think there's a lot of people that just don't get credit enough um, for for what they bring to the table. And in these spaces, I've heard so many people come up with some great ideas, some some different angles that I never even thought of. And I've been doing it for, you know, you know, 10 plus years or whatever it might be. And other people who have done it for even longer probably could could learn from here from these guys uh, that are coming up and, and new to this space. Um, you know, just it, it's just kind of like uh you know, those fresh eyes, you know, they're coming into here, learning different, uh, learning different angles, different tactics and, and things like that to, to, to deep dive into games. Um, man, it, it's crazy right now in gambling Twitter. And I love it because, because guys like, like those guys uh, opening up these spaces every day, um, just bringing positivity 
uh, like you mentioned, you know, we talked real briefly before before this is just spreading spreading positive positivity is is so key right now, especially in this space. And you just want to surround yourself with with people like that. Um, mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing that that I could take away from that. But um, but yeah, man, uh, uh, there's there's just so many people to 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 thank and along the way as far as you know, helping me become a, a better capper. 100% man I, I know I, when I start to think about that like who has helped me along the way and who I should thank in my network I goodness gracious it's a laundry list for me as well yeah, my man. it's crazy but, but you mentioned a name hey I gotta get him on the show like hey I've had my boy ski on here our boy ski you know I hooked up with him in Vegas as well but I was seeing this legend I'm talking about the man was dripping off of his doggone neck and he had these doggone glasses that I could just, I could see myself from a mile away. And like, yeah. the man, the man had this present, you know, he had that chin up chest out presence that I, I like, Hey, I like to carry myself the same way. I said, damn, I got to talk to this guy. But every time I went to talk to him, he was busy as hell. And then I find out it's this guy, Jay money is money. So I've been yeah. following what y'all been doing. I love what you guys are doing over there. It is absolutely electric. I, hey, shout out Jay. I got to get you on the show, man. Absolute blast and a half and seeing what you guys are doing over there too. So uh, yeah, man, I, I wanted to give a shout out to him. Uh, and, and honestly, a lot of the names, all, all the sports memo family, uh, everybody uh, really honestly that you said, man, because that really at the end of the day is, is what it's about is your network and also spreading that positivity. I've followed you into uh, a couple of spaces here uh, last few weeks. I see you pop in one of those NBAs. I'm like, oh, hey, let me let me pop in with Ronald, see what he's got to say. And I'm like, yeah, you got some great stuff. And there's guys I've never heard of that have amazing stuff. And there's shows yeah. all over like this that have just such good quality information that uh, if just given one simple opportunity, like those people could just blow up on a uh, blow up in a whole other world in this yeah, space. For sure. so, so yeah, man, I, I attest with it all that, that spreading positivity in this space is so critical right now. 150%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So, uh, all of that encompassing now, um, Trying to see if there's anything I didn't get to ask you, man. I, I like literally. I love when we have just like open conversations. Like I write down questions that I think I want to ask, and then the the conversation just goes down that rabbit hole. I don't even have to like. I don't even have to think about it, man. Like sometimes it's just like I, I get a guest on the show, and it's like, all right, come on, come on, here we go. We're gonna do the show. No, man, you you just send it along for me. Like I, I got questions cooked up, and you're already answering them. So I, thank you so much ronald for for stopping by for your insights for everything in between I, we ain't wrapping up quite yet but i, I want to give you the floor a, a couple more times but just from the bottom of my heart i, I thank you man and, and appreciate all your insights and everything you've you've shared today because i think you have some really awesome opinions and analysis too clearly with what you're about to do with uh your life so uh awesome again congrats to you man and, and thanks for being here no i appreciate it man this this show is is dope because i i watched a lot of the shows previously right before uh, you know, when we were talking uh, previously, like after Vegas, when I met you, um, you know, I it was crazy because I, I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know who you guys were at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I saw everybody coming to you guys, like they, they knew who you were. So I asked them, I was like, all right, who are these guys? You know, like they, right. it's like they're part of the family. Um, but I didn't know who you guys were. And then so after that, I watched a lot of the shows. I love what you guys do. I love what you do. I love the the, the message that you spread. I love how you're you're really just trying to help people grow in, 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 in a um, positive manner. Um, it, it, it's, it's really just great to see. There's not a lot, not a lot of people like you out there that that's doing this and, and it's really, really needed in this space. 
Thank you, brother. I, I don't uh, I don't do it for uh, a participation trophy or uh, hey, yeah, I noticed you do that. I I do it. I, I do it to change uh, one one life, one person, move move a thought, move a muscle, whatever the case might be. Like, and, and I'm and I'm glad it's noticed because it's what I do it for. I just do it to make an impact. Yeah, it's my passion. I love sports gambling. I love bankrupting books. Don't you get it twisted? Yeah. I'll rip the souls out of the bookies <laughs> far and wide. I don't care. But but at the end of the day, yeah, man, I just it's so hard to find in this space. And I like like you said, you just started watching content and like. I, I like I would see like oh, like oh damn I really like this like what if I took this and this and like wow I think mm -hmm. I can make something really cool so yeah man I, I appreciate that that's what I try and do and, and and I hope I can continue to be a light in the space and I, I think you are as well man because not a lot of people think like that and, and can have a 35 minute conversation on this level so closing question and then I'll give you the floor so we can get all of your updates and everything cool uh, however many yeah, Easter, yeah. Easter eggs you want to give out this is the final question <laughs> this is a question I always like to ask to all of our guests and because I, I like to connect with a lot of cerebral guys and gals in the space um, so I asked you kind of this track uh, or this along the sports gambling lines this is just straight life and you kind of took it there which is the, the funniest part in the in the beginning but <laughs> straight life anything in between What's your number one piece of advice? Someone trying to crack into sports gambling, trying to open up a YouTube channel and start doing some type of content creation or somebody open up a brick and mortar facility, somebody chasing a dream or a passion, just like you were one day, just like I was one day. What's your number yeah. one piece of advice to that person? Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, it's passion. Uh, passion is a big thing. And and really, it, it, the, other, the next step... Uh, after passion is is just to do it. Uh, people get really scared and, and think about, you know, they're they're in that planning phase for a lot of the, you know, a lot of the times for like years they're planning, 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 planning. This is what I'm gonna do, but if you don't actually take the steps to do it, you're not really gonna get anywhere. You know what I mean? Like that mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing for me that that I've seen from a lot of people, um, and and really I was stuck in that phase as well. And and like you said, Easter eggs type of things and and. And things that, yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, you, you, I mean, like, obviously your story too. I mean, that's going to be where I'm going to be at pretty soon. Um, you know, like, this is just going to be a, a phase in my life that, that I'm really excited for. Obviously, you were excited for this time too. You just got to look ahead, take the steps to do and, and follow your passion and, and really kind of just kind of trust yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. But but make sure you plan um, plan for a specific period of time. But once you're done, you gotta actually do it. Your plan's not gonna be 100% foolproof by the end of it. Before you take any steps, you're gonna learn along the way. Just like when you you know, just like when we're sports betting, right? We we struggled in the beginning, but we adjusted, got better, and learned every day. That's what you're gonna do um, as far as like you know, following your passion. Um, and and for me and for you, obviously, it's it's this it's this space here. And we're both going to continue to grow, and I can see it just, 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 just be being positive in mm. in and how you you interact with people. I can see you're going to go really far. Like I, man, I just uh, I appreciate what you do and and what you what you bring. Like I said, what you bring to the table Thanks, and this show specifically, it, it's going to affect a lot of people in a positive way. Not only just being becoming better at sports betting, just but. But a lot of these things could be applied to life, like you mentioned. It's just th these are things that that people people need to to learn, listen, and, and understand. If you have the right mindset, you're gonna get you know, people people that people with the right mindset listening to this show 
from all the people that are being successful in, in sports betting, they're going to go a long way. And, it, and it's going to be because of this show. 150%. And that's that's not only because of me, man. I, I appreciate your kind words, but it's because <laughs> of legends like you and people that are, are willing to take their time and step out of their usual comfort zone and their usual bubble of, hey, I'm only a wager talker. Oh, I'm only a fan duel or, or whatever the case might be, or sports memo in your case, whatever. And being willing to step out of that that comfort zone and, and just like, hey, this is a real version of me. I get up in the morning and, and I put my legs in my pants the same way you do. So like, <laughs> I'm a real yeah. life human being. That's what I always say, man. We're we're all humming beans on a big floating rock in the middle of nothingness at the end of the day. So like, hey, when we yeah. all look at it like that, like it gets a lot easier. But I guess uh, three closing things for me, not really three, just three words, but one key point. Um, and, and you really just talked about uh, success there and, and just kind of like, persevering and continuing to push through and 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 finding that success in your life and and the three things for me are just delusion persistence and gratitude and that's what I've always found is just believing that you're the best even if you don't know that you are uh yet even if nobody knows that you are yet having that persistence continuing to push through regardless of what's in your way and and just staying grateful that even if the only thing you'd be grateful for that day is like another breath another hey I woke up then you yeah. got shit going on so I love it, man. Uh, we're definitely on the same wavelength. I'm glad, again, like I said, that we crossed paths and we uh, were able to meet each other out in Vegas. But uh, I'm going to shut up for a second. I'm going to yield back. <laughs> My friend, as much as you want to give away, you don't have to. It's all good. Yeah, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. It's all good. Also, everything all in between. I know you've had it uh, right there the whole time, at you underscore capper. But please, uh, let us know everywhere we can follow you and everywhere we consume your content because, my friend, yeah. you make people better betters at the end of the day. Yeah, so obviously at you underscore capper on Twitter. Uh, you can find me also on sportsmemo.com. Uh, I do an NBA show with with John Ryan um, called The Triple Double. Uh, that You can find that on YouTube, the Sports Memo channel there. Um, I, I do a weekly show as well with Jay Money. Uh, Jay Money is Money, NBA Talks so with Jay Money. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously a lot of my content on, on Twitter is free. I, and moving forward, uh, I'm going to be having my own YouTube channel. I'm going to uh, come out with a, a new show next month. Um, hopefully sometime uh, early next month or mid next month. But that that's in the works here. Uh, I'm going to continue. I'm still on the Sports Memo roster. I'm going to continue being on their channel. Uh, I'm going to hopefully be on more Wager Talk shows too. I'm excited for that opportunity. Um, but yeah, definitely I'm, I'm going to, you know, you know, taking, taking some, um, uh, some notes from from a lot of these guys in this space right now, creating their own content, creating their channel, and building through that through that aspect. Uh, man, a lot of these guys really um, I look up to. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm following their footsteps really. Um, so that's one thing that uh, people got to look forward to is this show here that I'm coming out. It's gonna be called uh, Let's Cap by You Capper. Um, so that that's that's that you know that's the big thing that's coming out soon. Let's go, let's go. He dropped it on the show. Let's go. Hey, we got we got never before heard info right here on this show, my friends. I mean, they they call that alpha in the NFT space. Shit, shit, shit you don't hear about. He's laughing because he's involved in it too. He knows what's up. So, yes, sir. Ronald, man, from the bottom of my heart, dude, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, what you do for the sports gambling space, what you do for the NFT space, what you just do as a human being. Thank you for, for impacting lives, for for just really having that mindset, man, because it's really hard to come across in this life. And uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful that our paths crossed, my friend, for sure. Yeah. For sure, one hundred percent, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we met there. I'm glad I did this show. Hopefully, we could do it again. Absolutely. Hey, 
That's uh, that's part of the deal, dog. I, you didn't read the contract that I sent you <laughs> after after this whole deal. We, you you already signed up for a V two. You don't you don't get to back out of that shit. So I can't wait, man. We'll sign you back up. Uh, that one that one uh, we'll get uh, when we got some uh, more action going on. I I like to do the V twos, talking about uh, more like come from a capping perspective, but. <clears throat> Just kind of like from an open floor capping. So maybe pull up a board like, oh, hey, yeah, this is what I, how I see this. This is what I would do. We've just done some interesting stuff. Like Andrew McInnes, we popped up UFC last week and went through the whole Yeah, I just saw that one, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we had a blast, man. So just different things like that. That's my boy. I consider you one of my boys in the space now too. So we'll definitely pencil in uh, V2, my brother. But for now, you got a busy life. You got stuff to get on to. So all of you on the opposite side of that screen that decided to tune into Wise Words Season 3, Episode Number 5 today, thank you guys so much from your humble host, Colton, Captain Colt Soroka, and the legendary UCapper, Ronald Kabang. Why do they? Why is his last name Kabang? Because he's always blowing up sports books <laughs> left, right, and center. Are you kidding me right now? All the damn time. It's not trademarked, Ron. Go ahead. Feel free to use it, baby. <laughs> but right here, right now, all of my friends out there, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gambles, gamblers far and wide, I hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday unless you have any other plans and as per usual my friends let's cash yes sir some tickets